The Guardian, live at the Edinburgh Festival 2009. Hello, I'm Miles Jupp. Thank you very much for downloading our first podcast from this year's festival. I've just stepped off the stage at the Gilded Balloon where we've recorded a fantastic first show. Adam Hills, Janine Garofalo, Sarah Millican, The Pajama Men and Dead Cat Bounce. Uh, I started off by saying hello to our sellout crowd. Welcome to The Guardian uh, live at the Gilded Balloon, or Guardian live at the Edinburgh Festival 2009. It's terrific to be back. Uh, thanks very much to the hundreds and thousands of people, uh, hundreds of thousands of people indeed, who downloaded it last year. Uh, our aim basically is to cut out all of the Edinburgh toss spots and, and bring you the best of the festival uh, straight into your head. Uh, we, we discovered some fantastic talent last year. We really did, uh, in our own small way, propel some of them to greatness. Uh, I'm, on the other hand, I'm just, I'm just pleased to be in front of an audience. Um, <laughs> Quite frankly. No, I am, genuinely. I, I remember doing a gig in this, uh, in this very building nine years ago, uh, and there was, just, there was just one person uh, in the audience, just one person. And in those days, I was in a double act. Right? Uh, I mean, if you're, if you're in an opera, and you and the orchestra just about outnumber the audience, there's probably some dignity involved in that, isn't there? If you're, if you're in a double act, that's pretty much the bleakest thing that can possibly happen, that very thin line between there being an audience and there not being an audience. It's only just been sort of limped over, hasn't it? But we, we went for it because we were young and keen. Uh, Jap and George, we were called. Uh, he's a policeman now, no longer funny. And um, we were going for it, and it was all right, actually. About, about, it, was going, it was going quite well. But about five minutes in, the, um, the audience, he, <laughs> he... He put his hand up. Um, and we said, what, what is it, Joe? And... He said, I'm really sorry to do this to you, but I have to go to the lavatory. You know what I mean? We, we had to wait for him to come back. Uh, unremittingly bleak. Um, anyway, what a, what a delightful year it's been. There's been a recession on, hasn't there? A recession. Yeah. Must, be, must be terrible for the people involved. Um, I, think, I think the recession, it's sort of been caused by the news, hasn't it? I don't think there would have been a recession without the news. It was just a sort of self-fulfilling prophecy. We certainly don't have the, the economic sense, not in this city, to understand why there was a recession, do we? There was, there was a recession because the news told us there was going to be a recession. I was, I was watching the lunchtime news about six months ago, and the news went, everybody's panicking! I thought, are, are they? Uh, I'm just having a bit of toast in my pyjamas. Um, how serious is this? Will I need slippers? Uh, <laughs> Damn the season, I've just put away my toweling robe. Um, anyway, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Do come along and see my show uh, every night. It's at 8pm uh, in this very building, uh, the Gilded Balloon. It's called, um, what is it called this year? Um, telling It Like It Might Be, a marvellous catchy title. Um, so uh, do come along and see that show when you can. And now, make a bit of noise. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's not waste uh, any more time. Uh, they're appearing every night at the Assembly at George Street at 7.15. Winners of this year's best show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Please welcome our first guests of 2009, the Pajama Men! My name's Mark. I'm Shanella. And uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about our summer vacation. You know, I'm moderately afraid of flying. It makes me feel cautious and uneasy with a tinge of excitement, like when you make out with a pregnant woman in a smoky bar. <laughs> We decided to fly anyway, though. And along the way, the plane hit major turbulence and my whole life flashed before my eyes in real time. <laughs> it was a long flight. <laughs> then the plane landed and we boarded a train for Mahakalihikichakawahakahakatikiti, otherwise known as Sunnyview. 
Tickets, please. Tickets, 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 please. Tickets, tickets, tickets. Sir, can I see your ticket, please? There you go. Okay, all right. Tickets, 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 please. Tickets, please. Tickets, sir. Ticket. You have a ticket, please? Yeah, man. Listen to smooth jazz. That's the ticket. Duly noted. Okay. All right. Uh, tickets, please. Tickets. Tickets. Uh, tickets, please. Oh, this, 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 my ticket. I hope that's all right. Okay. Miss, <laughs> this thing expired in 1983. Yeah, you know what else expired in 1983? That dress? Oh! Oh! Mm. Yeah! <laughs> <clears throat> baby. Look at this man with the baby. Yeah. That's so attractive. I totally agree. Excuse me, sir. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I couldn't help but notice you and your baby. I just find it really attractive to see a man as a baby. Oh, yeah, you like that? Yeah. Yeah, you like that I can take care of a family? Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you think that's you're nice? Just, yeah, you're just so good with her. Yeah, yeah, I have a job. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of that? I think huh? it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you like that? Oh, yeah. no, oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, yeah? Oh, no, hello? Who is it? Hey, hello, it's my wife. Oh, oh yeah. Are you faithful? Oh, I'm so faithful. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, baby, I'll be home soon, and I'll take care of you. Oh, you're such a good man. Oh, yeah. 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 That, that, she had a nice ass. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, Look at that, that ass. See that ass? That's that nice. ass is so nice. Mm -hmm. If you were getting picked on at the schoolyard, that ass would probably stick up for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That ass is so nice, it's like a, a phone call from an old friend. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. nice. That's oh, it's so oh, nice. Yeah. That's a nice ass. That's a nice ass. Yeah. It's firm, too. Mm -hmm. That ass is firm. Yeah. Like a good parent. Uh, yeah. yeah, that ass is firm but fair. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, it's round. That's a round ass. Yeah. yeah. That ass is so round, King Arthur probably sits at that ass. <laughs> with all the rest of the knights in a round ass. <laughs> yeah. And that ass is also hot. You know, it's hot and round. It's so hot and round, it's 360 degrees for two different reasons. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Thank you all very much. That's it. <laughs> the Pajama Men, winners of the best show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival 2009. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, last year she was no one. This year she's someone. Please welcome Sarah Millican. Hello. Hello, Sarah Millican. I, gonna, I felt like I should curtsy you. <laughs> well, you. But I decided against it. No, you, you should have. Um, <laughs> Well, this is awkward. Um, last year, last year, Sarah, you won the, uh, the Best Newcomer Award. Yes. Yeah? yeah. Yes. Do, you, do you feel any pressure this year? Uh, I didn't, but no, thanks. Um, well, think, think about it. There's a lot of pressure on you. Uh, list the pressure. What kind of pressure? Well, you need to be really awesome. Yeah. Awesome or wholesome. <laughs> well, Sorry. <laughs> let's, let's settle with what you're more likely to achieve. Um, <laughs> the... Definitely wholesome today. <laughs> uh, do, you, do, you, do you think that all your appearances on the Guardian podcast last year? Do you think that that, that helped helped you uh, obtain your victory? Oh, oh, you're taking credit for it, are you? I thought it was well, the uh, show that I did 27 times that went quite well. Um, I was, I, 
I was, I was genuinely unaware of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of industry types listen. I mean, it can propel. I mean, I, I actually ended up getting three gigs at Village Halls in Hampshire this year on account wow. of last year's show, yeah. Just on your own, or was it, was it, did you get Joe to come back again? Yeah. No, <laughs> there were other people to help me with the rotisserie. Uh, I was busy enough. No, <laughs> it was a hog roast. Uh, you've, uh, you've done all of the big TV shows this year, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've done a few, yeah. You've done, have I got news for you? Uh, yeah. Eight out of ten cats. You have been watching, whatever yeah. that is. Um, which, um, which has the best backstage nibbles? Uh, well, it, to be fair, they're all about the same because I'm so nervous that I just swallow down what I've already had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they put food on, but I can't eat the food. I'm so nervous. I just, you know, a little bit of sick in the back of your throat just marvels. You know, it, it, it makes you really confident. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you bring your own snacks sometimes with you to, to TV uh, performances? I've always got chocolate in my bag. I'm a bit, you know, like... Um, like, an alcoholic will always have, like, a hip flask or something, or a little... I've always got, like, at least a twirl going on in a, a spare pocket, but it doesn't usually last any more than 24 hours. Do, do you hide it the way an alcoholic might? I mean, do you have sort of chocolate hidden under the sink or anything like that? Under the sink? <laughs> chocolate under the sink? No, I've got a naughty cupboard. Um, have you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's Why, perked what? up now, hasn't what's, he? <laughs> what, what's it done? <laughs> And that's where I keep all of my uh, cakes and chocolate and things, and, and yeah. But sometimes if I if I go away for a few days and my boyfriend's there, then I come back and it's just depleted. There's just nothing there, so then I have to dump him. Um. And have you have you had to do that? Uh, no, because sometimes he's quite good and he replenishes it before I get back. So it's it's like a sneaky food eater. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm just I'm trying to grow my belly because I've got some jokes about it, so I can't you know lose it. All right. What a, what an excellent excuse. No. Um, <laughs> Tax-deductible. Twixes are now tax-deductible. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, listeners from last year, they might remember your uh, relentlessly daft outings. Uh, you went around interviewing various fringe celebrities that um, I didn't really want to talk to. Um, I think it was that they weren't interested in talking to you, Miles. Oh, really? Is that, is that, yeah. is that what you were told? Yeah, yeah. Who so by? You, yeah, them. <laughs> really? <laughs> who, who, who did you talk to last year? Uh, Jim Bowen, uh, Barry Cryer. I have spoken to both of those people, so up you. <laughs> have you been? Uh, have you been at it again? Yes, I have. All right. Uh, it, my hilarious daft. You call it daft. I don't. I think it's quite insightful. Yeah, but everything that you say does sound daft. If you excuse me, because of your your amusing regional accent. Um, <laughs> who have you been speaking to, pet? Um. <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this week I've been speaking to the Chippendales, you know, proper blokes. Uh, that's, I think that's why, because you would have been threatened if you'd gone to meet them, you know, so that's why they sent me, I think, because I wasn't threatened by them. I would be a little threatened by the Chippendales. Uh, do they, uh, are, they, are they nice people? Are they articulate? Yeah, they're <laughs> a bit mean, isn't it? Uh, I don't know if they're big readers, but... Um, <laughs> They were certainly very pleasant and very sort of, uh, you know, like American polite, where they're just lovely. They were really, yeah, they were genuinely nice. Um, so, yeah, uh, I haven't seen their show yet, but they did offer me free tickets. And I, I think, I'd like to think that I'd go in all feminist and like, this is disgusting, but I know I'll be going, get them off, like that. <laughs> so uh, how, did, how did you start off your interview with them? Uh, well, I had a chat with them and I asked them, the first thing I asked them was, uh, how did they find audiences in Scotland? They're very wild here, very, very... 
you know, they're really into the show. They're <laughs> they're really loud and uh, they're having a good time. It's great. Really, and, and do you get do you get people coming up to you after shows? Do you, do you have that way people are they accosting you at the end of a show? Um, it's funny enough. We, we sort of allow them to. We give them a chance. You know, we we actually come down and do photos and sign autographs after the show. We come down into the bar and. You know, we're available to the to the women after the show to talk about it or to sign autographs, like I said, take photos, stuff like that. Cool, that's brilliant. And and how how is your room here? Because I understand uh, when you you're in Las Vegas, you've got your own theater. Is that true? Yeah, it is. We uh, we're actually one of the only acts in Las Vegas that has their own theater. It's like a ten million dollar theater. It's, it's wow, huge. Wow, that's amazing. So we actually have one of the bigger rooms here, the Gilded Balloon, but uh, it's not as big as what we're used to. Yes. It's intimate. It's fun. Yeah, we really, really get to feel the energy from all the girls in the, yeah, in the audience. It, so when there's not a bigger gap, when you know, when you're not on a big high stage away from everybody, when you're right up close, is it, right. does that make it scarier when the women are really riotous and drunk, or is it? Is, do you no, like it? Is it, it more energy? It actually gives us more energy. It kind of peps us up. Last night was extremely, extremely well. It was an extremely good show, and. Uh, it really pumped us up. We were going, I even told Kevin, I was like, wow, you were on fire on stage last night. But it, I think a lot of it came from the energy from the audience, from the women. Are you saying all together how many of the of, of Chippendales are in the actual troupe? Uh, we got 10 guys here. 10. That, so it's eight Chippendales, one singer, one uh, ensemble dancer. Ah. So, uh, and we've got two flats here in, in Edinburgh. Cool. And how are you finding all living together? Is that all right? Or is, it, is there a competition between you guys for like bathrooms and things? Or is it all right? So far, it's been great. We haven't had any problems. Um, you know, some of us sleep late, some of us wake up early, so Kevin, no problems. Well, Kevin in the morning combs his hair in the mirror for like, I think, 45, 45, 46 minutes. So if he but gets in there first. <laughs> but to be fair, you're counting his brushing his hair, so I think maybe you should not be watching him brushing his hair. Are you in the bathroom at the same time well, washing, watching I, him? I'm usually watching, yeah. And I, and I'll admit it, sure. And I'm borrowing I'm mad enough to brush. admit, I watch Kevin brush and comb his hair. And I borrowed Stacey's brush. So. Now watching him condition it is another story. Fair enough. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> You've got a big theatre. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners and, uh, and dear people here, you'll be very glad to know that we've brought back the remarkably popular, uh, inexplicably popular feature, uh, Millican's Minute. Uh, now, Sarah, what can you tell us about Millican's Minute? Uh, Millican's Minute is where I ask said celebrities uh, various questions and we see how many they can get correct in the space of a minute. Brilliant. Well, uh, <laughs> it's really sarcastic. Brilliant. I'm sure you know I'm joshing. Uh, it's here. It's now the Chippendales on Millican's Minute. The Chippendales on Millican's Minute. The Chippendales on Millican's Minute. What's your favourite meat? Uh, beef, pork, lamb, or chicken? Beef. Beef. And uh, what newspaper do you read? Uh, Los Angeles uh, Times. And what's your favourite dessert? Ice cream. Would you prefer Elvis or Cliff Richard? Elvis. Are you old enough to remember Dallas and Dynasty? Yes. Yeah, but there was a pause there. You're not quite sure. <laughs> You're such a child. Bless you. <laughs> Early morning or late night? Late night. What's your favourite sport? Ah, uh, boom, boom, football. Favourite subject at school? I think it was American history. If your house was on fire, what would you leave behind? Um, not the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take you? wax one hour how often is that every three days every three days wow that's I could learn something from you <laughs> <laughs> what do you read on the toilet uh, guitar magazines what's your favorite film 
lady in red. Americans win it. What's, uh, what's your favourite meat, Sarah? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> right. Uh, how, many, uh, how many did they get? Uh, they got 13. Well, uh, we can imagine where that's going to put them on the, uh, the leaderboard, but um, we've had the jingle made. By God, we're going to use it. Please bring on the leaderboard! She asked our questions wherever she goes, but just how many do they know? It's Millican's leaderboard. Sarah Millican's leaderboard. Well, there's the, uh, there is Millican's Minute leaderboard. Amazingly, of course, the Chippendales uh, are at the top. Uh, obviously, that'll make more sense when we do it next time. Uh, well, uh, Sarah Millican, you look very cross suddenly. It's just my face. Oh, <laughs> apologies. Um, <laughs> Uh, Sarah Millican, typical woman, uh, is on... <laughs> That's my show. Oh, sorry. Right, I thought that was a, thought that was just a description in brackets. Um, <laughs> uh, Sarah Millican uh, is on with her show, coincidentally called Typical Woman, uh, every night at the 7.30 at the Pleasance. Uh, do come along and see her show. Uh, my next guest is a proper superstar... Uh, she appeared in. <laughs> she appeared in numerous Hollywood blockbusters, The Larry Sanders Show. She's currently in a box set in most young men's houses in the world as Janice Gold in the hit TV show Twenty Four. Please welcome to the podcast Janine Garofalo. <laughs> Janine, hello. What a, what, a, what a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for asking me on your show. No, my my, my pleasure. Have you met Sarah Millican before? I have indeed. Yes. All right. Have you have you worked together? No. no. Where did you meet? Was it in a, I don't know, a patisserie or something? Um, we, uh, through a dating service called eHarmony.com. <laughs> I filled out 29 questions of comp- compatibility, I believe is the right word, and uh, we were highly compatible. Yeah, you, so. both, you both picked all of the meats. Um, <laughs> well, it's a, it's a joy to have you here. Are you having a, a good time in Edinburgh? Yeah, so far so good. I got here Tuesday, and, and it, the weather until today has been fantastic, and the shows have been going going well. Everybody's been very nice. Is this your first time in Scotland? No, I've been, uh, I was in Glasgow for a month um, uh, a few years ago because I enjoy getting punched in the face. <laughs> so I wanted to be in Glasgow as long as I could, I could, and I achieved that. All right, how many, how many direct punches to the face did you take in your month? Um, direct? Yeah. Um, 17. 17, that's very good, actually. Yeah. You must have been in the West End, which is rather... <laughs> Rather, rather smart place. Uh, now, uh, you're, you're a global television star, let's, let's not deny it. Uh, have, you, have you managed to catch up uh, on any of the, the television that we have here in the UK? Since sure. Emmerdale. Oh. Fantastic. Exciting. Edge of your seat. Action and narratives. Acting is versatile and I can't get enough of it. It's, oh, it's right up there with Coronation Street. Very exciting. I like to watch the people sleep on Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> All night. Uh, they sleep a lot. And except for Chops, I call him Mutton Chops. I don't know what it, Wolverine, whatever that guy is. He <laughs> tends to be a little bit uh, antisocial, sleeps out by the pool for some reason. Although I think that's better for everybody. He seems like the next step for him will be a uh, clock tower and an automatic weapon. <laughs> that's, a, that's just satire, therefore not actionable in a court of law. So, um, uh-huh. um, now, you've, you've worked on some pretty amazing TV shows, films, uh, 24, The Larry Sanders Show, The Truth About Cats and Dogs, The West Wing. Um, which had the best backstage nipples? 
<laughs> the, uh, craft service, you mean? Good. Food? Did you say yeah. nibbles? Yeah, nibbles, yeah. I love, I love it. Have a, have, a wee, have a wee seat. Let me take a wee picture. Have a wee think about it. Backstage nibbles. It's adorable. Everything's adorable here. Even your alcoholism. Is, it's, everything's adorable. Because you, 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 you codify it in such quaint terms. I like it. Even getting punched in the face was a lot of fun. Okay. But the best food, uh, I would say, you know, it's tough actually to get good food because um, other actors tend to watch their weight a lot, which is a drag. Um, because there's, they, they don't like a lot of carbs. I myself prefer to, um, uh, you know, starve myself one day and then eat all the carbs the next day. I do it that way. I, I have a, I'm like an accordion. At the beginning of a season, I'm smaller, and then I have to have wardrobe let, let my pants out. Long pants, trousers. I think you call underwear yes. pants. Please, could somebody release my pants? Um, um, yeah. <laughs> but there's not usually good food because usually people are, are watching what they eat. The only decadent thing, if you will, would be jelly belly jelly beans. All oh, right, is there a big, a big jelly bean culture? Uh, well, it's just considered a thing that has zero, it's just sugar, which has zero fat or zero carbs, so it's been anointed as the thing you can eat if you're going to eat sugar. Uh, jelly beans are health food in the, in the United States. <laughs> yes, it's part, of the food, it's part of the food pyramid. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's right there with the deep fried Mars bar at the base of the food pyramid. <laughs> Uh, have you experienced a deep-fried Mars bar? I haven't, but, you know, the, uh, in The Scotsman, last Tuesday, I read, at the University of Glasgow, the Royal Academy of Sciences examined, this is absolutely true, examined the deep-fried Mars bar. And it turns out, not that good for you. <laughs> not that good for you. Uh, Janine Garofalo here at the Gilded Balloon every night until the 15th of August. Thank you very much indeed, Janine Garofalo. Thank you. Before we welcome our final guest up for a chat, uh, we're going to get some music now from an exciting Irish comedy rock band. Uh, they promise a relentless hour of comedy. They're from Ireland. They're, they're lovely lads. They're brilliant. Please welcome Dead Cat Bounce! <laughs> You're scared of disease, but let's pretend it's the 80s. I wanna go skin to skin. Haven't you heard about a thing called love? It's usually free to guys like me, from girls like you. Over enthusiastic, contraceptive lady. I've got poor circulation and now I'm thinking that maybe it'll cut off the blood from my toes. Besides, it's like thinking an umbrella could stop a tsunami or forgetting to unwrap a pepperoni. You wouldn't do it, girl, so why'd you do it to me? Over-enthusiastic, contraceptive lady, why do you think you know best? I just want your loving girl, I don't want your baby So I promise to aim for your chest I understand that you've got issues But it's okay baby, I got tissues And if that's not enough to set your world on fire I also 
become quiet. Mama yeah, mama yeah, mama yeah, mama yeah, mama yeah, oh 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 song from Dead Cat Bounce at the end of the show. The Guardian, live at the Edinburgh Festival 2009. He was sorely missed last year, but he's back, back, back. It's a return. He's hoping will be triumphant. Appearing every night at the Assembly Rooms, please welcome Adam Hills. Hello. Hello, Adam. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Did you enjoy Dead Cat Bounce? I did. I think they're fantastic. I love songs about contraception. Well, uh, Adam, famously, you're, you're Australian. Um, we've, uh, we've got a guy called Will Anderson. Uh, he's coming on the show tomorrow. He, he's very famous over in Australia, is that right? Yes, he is very famous over in Australia. What's he, what's he, what's he do? What's he do? He hosts a TV show in Australia. Uh, is, it, is it a massive one? It is quite a massive one. Where are you heading with this? Why are we talking about I'm just about doing it? the research for tomorrow's show now. <laughs> Yes, he's, uh, it's very weird actually. He has on his posters this year a quote from one of his reviews that says, like Adam Hills on speed. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I always thought I was quite energetic on stage, but apparently I'm a little bit slow. All right, is he, is he younger than you, this guy? He's a bit younger than me, yeah. Maybe something to think about. Um, <laughs> you... uh, and uh, have you been watching The Ashes, Adam? I've been quite enjoying The I've been amazed by English people's ability to find misery in victory. Because <laughs> the first test, Australia were winning by a long shot and then the English fought back. But all my English friends go, oh no, we've just made you mad now. <laughs> and then the second test, the English won and they go, oh no, yeah, but we haven't got Peterson for the third, know what I mean? And then after the third, there was the draw and they go, no, no, you guys are really onto it. Now just for the love of God, if there are any English people here, enjoy winning something. <laughs> I've never, I've just, I mean, I've spent time in America, and I love being in America, but after being in America, I'm so glad to come back to Britain where people don't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a lift once in, in Los Angeles, and guy out and did that thing of getting out on the wrong floor of the elevator, and kind of jumped back in in time, and the guy next to me just kind of went, wrong floor, huh? Went, yeah, he went, yeah, I did that last Tuesday. There's <laughs> one time, I thought I was on the third floor, and it was just, it was, I was, ah! I got back to, to London, to Heathrow, got into taxi at the airport from that trip and just went, oh, into the city, please, mate. Yeah, no worries. Jeez, I've had a long flight. Couldn't give a shit, mate. Yes! <laughs> uh, now, uh, can, you, can you tell us a little about your show this year, Adam? Uh, I can, I can. Um, the show's called Inflatable. Um, it's basically, it, it's inspired by the fact that I realise I'm getting older and I have to start thinking about things I'm going to teach my kids. And it became, the, the catalyst for this became, um, I was in Adelaide for the Adelaide Fringe Festival last year and I'd booked a car online. So I went up to the counter and there was a you know, bouncy, perky 19-year-old girl behind the counter saying, what are you doing here for the Fringe? And I said, I'm a performer. And she went, oh, tell us a joke. And normally I'd kind of go, oh, look, I've just got off a play. I don't really tell you. But she was 19 and bouncy. Um, and I thought if I make her laugh, she might bounce a little bit more. So I didn't know. And I thought, well, what joke do you tell? And the only joke I could think of is just the most childish joke in the world. You know what it's like when someone says, tell us a joke. And you go, oh. So I said, all right, there was an inflatable boy that went to an inflatable school where all the students were inflatable, all the teachers were inflatable, all the buildings were inflatable. And then one day he got into trouble for bringing a pin to school. And the headmaster said, you've let me down, you've let yourself down, you've let the whole school down. And her response was to just look at me and go, 
Oh, that's a dad joke. <laughs> I was hot. I'm telling dad jokes now. So basically, the show kind of evolves from that moment around uh, about things I'd like to teach my children and things I've learnt of late. Well, I hope you have a, a terrific luck with it, Adam. Uh, Adam is on every night at 8.50pm at the Assembly at George Street. Um, thank you very much, Adam Hills. Uh, thank you very much to everyone who's been on the show today. I do urge you to get along and see their shows. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. But please welcome back to play us out, Dead Cat Bounce! <laughs> I know you're angry and I know you're ashamed I'm kind of feeling the same But we can hide our love if we pretend it's a game And give it a secret name Let's call it Rugby Let's call it Rugby And I bet that pretty soon all our showers could be and no one would suspect a thing And when people ask What are 15 guys doing Sticking their heads between each other's thighs We'll just tell them that we're practicing We'll have a special language and a secret code That nobody knows what they are and we'll do clever things with existing words Like replacing an F with an R So we'll say we're rocking Really we're fooling the world That there's nothing sexual In a ball shaped like a giant's testicle Being grabbed at by enormous men In shorts While drunk spectators in the stands Call for bigger tackles and softer hands Wishing that it could be them Playing rugby Cross touch games I'm tackling jocks in knee-high socks I'm Playing rugby Cross touch games I'm finding touch a bit too much I'm playing rugby Cross touch games I'm in the mud with 15 studs I'm playing rugby And if you don't you're gay Thank you. thanks very much thanks very much for listening we're back tomorrow with Rod Gilbert Lucy Porter Will Anderson and the Magnets and you can be part of the podcast too if you want to enter the Guardian stand-up competition to win a chance to appear on this very stage then send a video of yourself being funny to us just search for the stand-up competition on the Guardian's website and take it from there right I'm off to change some nappies. The Guardian, live at the Edinburgh Festival 2009.